This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Sometimes people in the very, very back, it takes me a minute to discern who you are. But if I look and pay attention, then I can distinguish and discern, hey, I know who that guy is. Hey, I know who she is. I can discern. It's Discernment is when you separate. Discernment is when you recognize something for what it really is. Jesus says twice in this passage of Scripture that we need to discern. Verse number 2 he answered and said unto them, When it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. In the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? How many of you have noticed the old adage, a red sky in the morning is a sailor's warn, and the red sky at night is a sailor's delight? Have you, how many of you have noticed that it's pretty accurate? Would you raise your hand? It is, isn't it? Well, it's true. Now, Jesus, I'll just tell you something. Jesus was not vouching for this adage. He was just looking and saying, this is what you guys do. And so it's not 100% accurate every time because Jesus said it. You've got to put that in the context. What was Jesus doing? He's saying, this is what you guys say. He says, this is what you Sadducees and Pharisees say. And you discern the skies, but you can't discern my will. And you can't discern truth you can't discern spiritual things now why is it like that i found this out because i thought it was kind of interesting why have you ever known why uh you'll see a red sky at night the sun rises in the east and it sets in the well we're slow this morning the sun rises in the and sets in the that's right so if the sun is rising the early sun rays that scoot across the face of our planet if they encountered dust particles, if they encountered dust particles, then it shows off this bright red sky. And if the bright red sky is shining, it's lots of dust in the east in the morning. Where does most of our weather come from? The west. If you get a big snow, I love snow. I mean, I love it. Sorry, Preacher Chuck. I like it, and I like it deep. I love it. I love snow, and I'm watching, I'm watching snow forecasts, and I love snow. And if I want a good snow, and I, you know when I get excited? When there's a big old clump of green down in the Gulf of Mexico. And I see a big cold front coming out of Canada and swooping down over these mountains. And I know that that storm's coming out of the west, the southwest coming right towards us. Now, do we ever get big snows off of the Atlantic coast? very rarely it's a it's absurd it's rare that anything comes off the east coast because our jet streams generally moving i probably need to set up our map like this i don't want to be a weatherman today <laughs> we move out of the rockies and across the atlantic ocean in this way now look if you get a you get a big storm out of the gulf of mexico man you can get a lot of snow you get a big cloud over here, even big hurricanes that hit the North Carolina coast. You know, they don't amount to much right here in the mountains because that's not the typical weather pattern. Now, the red sky in the morning, 
That means there's dust, red sky in the morning, there's dust in the east. And that means that there's a front pushing across out of the west where we get our weather from. And we happen to have a similar weather pattern to the Holy Land. The opposite is also true. Red sky at night. If there's a red sky at night, the sun's setting in the west. There's a lot of dust particles in the air and the atmosphere in the west, which is where we get most of our weather from. And so it's dry. A red sky at night, the sailors delight. Does that make sense? Enough of that. I'd make an ugly weather lady, wouldn't I? Jesus says, now look, you've watched the patterns of the sky for all this time, and you understand that if you see a red sky in the morning, it may be wet tomorrow or during the day. If you see a red sky at night, it may be wet. I mean, it may be dry. You get what I'm going for. They were discerning. They saw creation. They saw the patterns of the weather, and they discerned that. God says, now look, the same way you can discern the patterns of the weather and the patterns of the sky, you should be able to discern spiritual matters and be able to discern what God is doing on this earth. And Jesus is saying, here I am, look at me, pay attention. You discern the sky and you can't discern the fact that the creator of the universe, God in the flesh, Jesus Christ has come to earth. He is healing the sick and the maimed. In the last passage of Scripture, Jesus was healing maimed people. Have you ever seen somebody that was maimed? They got chopped up in a bush hog or something. You just imagine that person. He's maimed and limping and can't walk around. They, got, they, were, they were disfigured and dysfunctional. Jesus was touching that person and they were being whole. And Jesus took a little lad's lunch and fed 5,000 and then I'll be, he did it again and fed 4,000 this time. And these guys were all witnesses of that fact. And there were testimonies after testimony after testimony of what God had done. And these Sadducees and Pharisees, the Sadducees were over here, we don't believe in miracles. And we dare anybody to challenge us. And the Pharisees were over here, we don't believe in the Messiah. We don't believe that you're the Messiah. We don't want to change our religion. And Jesus says, now look, here's the signs. You've got all kinds. I'm not putting a sign in the sky. He said, if y'all did put a sign in the sky, you wouldn't believe it. And this spirit, and this, 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 this spirit of not being teachable and not being willing to discern truth, they couldn't possibly understand. Do you remember the rich man and Lazarus? Lazarus? Look what the Bible says about the rich man and Lazarus in Luke chapter 19. I'll read it to you. The Bible says, it came to pass that the beggar died, was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of, the, of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. The rich man's in hell. Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in, the, in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, the rich man in hell 
He said, it's clear now that I can't. I've waited too long to accept Christ and get saved, and I'm going to be tormented forever in this flame and in hell. He says, I tell you what, Father Abraham, send Lazarus, send somebody to go tell my brothers how bad it is. Send somebody and give a sign. He says, send somebody, raise somebody from the dead, raise Lazarus from the dead, raise him from the dead and send him to tell my son, tell my brothers and my family. The Bible says in verse 27, then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. If you have a red-letter Bible, what color is that? Huh? Red. Jesus is speaking here. Jesus is teaching on heaven and hell. And he's teaching about these truths. He says, Abraham saith unto them, They have Moses and the prophets. What did Jesus say? They've got all they need in the Bible. They've got all they need in the Word of God. He, for, for them to hear and have faith and believe. And verse 30, and he said, Nay, Father Abraham, uh, this is the rich man in hell. He says, If one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. He said, Surely, if Lazarus rose from the dead and went to them and told them the story, then they would repent. And Jesus says, He said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Guess what Jesus said? Look, one more sign in the sky is not what you need. You need at the place that you are right now to repent of your sin and trust in Jesus Christ and Christ alone for your soul salvation. Be discerning. Be discerning of what? Show me a sign, preacher. I'll tell you a sign. I've been preaching for about 20 years. I've been pastoring for 11 and I've met so many people along the way who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. There was a lady, she'd been teaching Sunday school at Boiling Springs Baptist Church for many, many years. She got mad at me. She told me, you'll love this. I called her, I said, where have you been? She said, do you want the truth? I said, yeah, I want the truth. She says, well, when you came to be our pastor, we thought you were going to be a great pastor. But you've proved us wrong. Now your wife's wonderful. That's what she said. But you've disappointed us. I said, well, I'm really sorry. Tell me. Tell me what I've done. And uh, I hadn't been greeting her the way she thought I should. And I, I really felt bad about it, and I tried to do better. But there was something deeper. It wasn't that I hadn't shaken her hand that made her upset. She was under conviction about her sin. And she'd been religious like these Pharisees for all these years. And one day she called me crying. She said, Pastor Cody, I'm lost. I'm a sinner. I, gotta get, I need to get saved. I said, well, I'll come to you. She said, it's too late. I'm almost to your office. She came down, came to my office, and I showed her the gospel message that Jesus loved her, that he died on the cross for sins. She'd heard it, and she'd said it and told people about it that Jesus died on her, the cross for sins, that she needed to personally pray and receive Christ by faith as her Savior. 
And that day, that lady prayed in my office and got saved. She prayed, and she was a changed person. She says, the weight of sin's off of me. I'm a new creature. We're still friends. It's wonderful. There was a guy, a local police officer. I noticed him in the congregation, and uh, he had come with in a full uniform. He, he had checked off lunch, and his, the Lord had worked in his wife's life, and she got saved a few weeks prior in our church in North Carolina. And I looked in the balcony, and there he was. He was uh, he had checked off lunch. He was in his uniform, and I just preached a simple gospel message. God does all the work. And he got under conviction about his sin, and I remember I extended the invitation. He left the balcony and came down the steps and walked straight down the aisles, and one of our men talked with him, prayed with him, and that day he asked Jesus to come into his heart. He repented of his sin. He got saved. You know, his testimony to me was it was so sweet. He said, I feel like the weight of the world's been lifted off my shoulders. I know that God has saved my soul. I'm a new creature. It was glorious. There was a man came in and sat on the back row. A man's man one Sunday. Tough and rough. He came in and sat on the back row. and I was glad to see him. He slipped out before I had a chance to talk to him. But he came back on Sunday night. I thought that was interesting. And uh, once again, he slipped out before I could talk to him. But he showed up in my office on Sunday morning. And he sat down, and I said, come in, have a seat. We started talking, and he said, preacher, I'm not sure what happened yesterday. I said, well, tell me about it. He said, I came here on yesterday morning one man, and I left a completely different man. And I said, well, I'll show you what happened. I said, did you, did you repent of your sins? Did you trust Jesus as your Savior? He said, that's what I did. I said, well, I can explain why you came one man and left another man. I said, the Bible says that old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. He gave his heart to Jesus, got born again. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.